Securing our shared world against devastating attack by conspiracy is the job of leaders, politicians, law enforcement, police and the law courts, and journalism. Uh, to secure our shared world model against conspiracy, uh, our uh, a conspiracy by devastating attack or conspiracy theory by devastating error is going to take some doing. The main task is calibration tests for conspiracy and conspiracy theory. I, <clears throat> this is not going well. The first live stream, I blew it, and this one is uh, coming out kind of clunky. The reason is I started out these are supposed to be notes on conspiracy theory, or they, they were notes on conspiracy theory, and I, I realized at the end that you can't really understand what a conspiracy theory is without understanding how it's related to and different from actual conspiracy. This is Retrace number 36. We're going um, Monday, October 31st, 2022, 11.05 p.m. Eastern, 8 Pacific. Retrace is about what's going on out there. All right. Um... Good thing nobody's watching yet. All right. It's really live, and I this just it's I blew it on this. This is the first time I've ever blown it going live. Like we've been going live from the beginning and just, anyway. Uh you didn't you, you didn't see it, but I just I just said the wrong thing and it was like Shut up. Shut up. It's all a conspiracy. They're they're conspiring against me. It's not my fault. Yeah, conspiracy is different from conspiracy theory. And we we'll talk about conspiracy theory as the 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 sort of pejorative. It's like you know, a conspiracy theory is almost culturally, by definition, false. Um, you know, it's something that people think is going on that's not, and then we deride them for it. Okay. We're going to talk about, ju we're just going to make some observations about conspiracy and conspiracy theory, although this is more about theory today, um, and see where that takes us. There, I, there are three problems. I've, I've just off the bat noticed three problems. Um, problem number one is... There's a consistency. Okay, so conspiracy theories are all, to, to the outsider who has only access to public information, um, the evidence in conspiracy theories is all, this comes from, I should say, the, the, the evidence is always consistent with conspiracy, conspir consistent with conspiracy to disinform, and consistent with incompetence. So if I, if I point, just like we go back to the... Um, the two guys, I've already forgotten their names. Um, from from the last segment, I found the quote where the guy said, you know, do you know about MJ-12? And um, Eric Walker is the is the, the real guy. And then, um, the, what was the investigator's name? I don't know. Uh, you know, did you, he, he supposedly asked him, did you, do you, what do you know about MJ-12? And he said, I know about MJ-12. What do you want to know? You're chasing, you're chasing windmills, whatever the hell that means. Uh, he said, well, what do you mean I'm chasing windmills? And, Walker says, there's nothing you could do about this. Why, why get involved in this? Why, why investigate? Okay, well, that's what they're saying in this book. By publishing a book that says these words, um, supposedly they're presenting evidence to us. Okay, that, is, that evidence, that textual publicly available information to outsiders, you, me, um, is consistent with conspiracy. Well, could really be exactly as it seems. It's also consistent with the opposite of conspiracy, or, or almost the opposite. Conspiracy to disinform. If we wanted people to believe that Eric Walker knew some inside stuff, and there's MJ-12, and there's all this aliens and whatever, uh, we would we would put out, you know, we're the, we're the disinformers in this scenario, uh, we would put something out like that. Either get that 
guy on the phone and say these words to him, you know, he's ready to hear them. And or you could just put the book out there. You could be in on you could publish the book yourself instead of disinforming someone who then publishes a book. So it's consistent with conspiracy to disinform and it's also consistent with incompetence. Like I just you know, heard some somebody told him the story, and he's so sure it's true that he just publishes it as if he was party to it. Um, that's probably the main incompetent thing going on there. The guy doesn't mean to be disinforming us, but he just doesn't realize how likely it is that someone's disinforming him. Okay, so the consistency with evidence and conspiracy theories is a is a big problem because it just you know, to outsiders, to insiders, it's different. If you know something firsthand um you can evaluate evidence uh on that basis and it's just different it's just different for outsiders problem number two is that we there's so there are just these big obvious things that are easy to forget about conspiracies or conspiracy theories um the first one is that science is not up to it science is not capable of dealing with counterintelligence especially denial and deception uh so if you say oh where's the science on the ufos look if the ufos or the MG-12, or the this or the that, or whatever underground bases, if that stuff is being done at all by anyone, humans or, you know, non-humans, um, they are capable of counterintelligence. They're capable of denial, you know, stopping us from getting the crucial information. We'll talk about the price of information here in a minute. Or um, deception, uh, stopping us from, from, or leading us off the right track because they... Because they know what we're, you know, we're open in public if we're the outsiders and we're talking to each other in public on podcasts and in books and stuff. Um, and, and they, you know, they know what we're thinking. OSINT, open source intelligence, they know what we're thinking. They know how to just nudge and steer so that, so that we're deceived. So science is not up to it. You can't do science. Science is not ready for the, the natural phenomenon to be trying to deceive it. You don't send a scientist to investigate Russia during the Cold War or to investigate Russia's nuclear capability during the Cold War. You send agents, intelligence agents, and then, or, or you gather intelligence and then you train analysts who are not scientists. They, they think rationally and empirically, but they're not scientists. Scientists investigate natural phenomena short of um, adversarial intelligence. The next obvious thing that we shouldn't forget is that trusting institutions is a vulnerability. So I talked at the top about uh, politicians, police, law courts, and journalists as being our security barriers against um, attacks on our actual world, not our world model, not what we think about the world, but the world itself. Um, con you know, conspiring attacks against our world, politicians, police, law courts, and journalists. Well, do we trust them? No, these days in the United States and in a lot of the Western world, and probably it's probably worse in most of the non-Western world for, for good reason, uh, there's no trust there, or there's not enough, nowhere near enough. But we don't know why exactly that would be. It might be that there's actual reason to not trust, you know, they've given, a, as, a, as institutions or as the people who, who, who accrue to those institutions, we've, we've had too many, you know, confirmed experiences of um, untrustworthy behavior, or there could be conspiracy to attack our world model we might be part undoubtedly both are happening the question is you know how do you, what do you do about it uh the last thing is um we talked about denial and deception but deception itself is profound go back to retrace number one re one 
Cynthia Grabo, Grabo, I don't know how to pronounce it, intelligence analyst. She wrote a monograph on anticipating surprise. She says this, confidence in our judgment of the adversary's intentions fades as one contemplates the chilling prospect of deception. There is no single facet of the warning problem so unpredictable and yet so potentially damaging in its effects as deception. The most brilliant an- analysis may f- brilliant analysis the most brilliant analysis may founder in the face of deception and the most expert and experienced among us on occasion may be as vulnerable as the novice. So even the intelligence analysts recognize not just that deception is a problem, but it is a profound problem. Page 119. She does a whole chapter on it. Okay, so that's the obvious stuff. Problem number two was, don't forget the obvious. Problem number one is that there's a lot of stuff that's consp- consistent with a the conspiracy theory. Um, and that uh, and often the evidence is ambiguous in that way. Problem number three is um, trying to explain the neglect. If others, not the person who's focused on the conspiracy or conspiracy theory, if others who should be focused on it, either the, the, the people securing us against actual conspiracy against the world, like politicians, police, law courts, and journalists, or um, anyone else who might pick up on uh, either attacks on the world or attacks on our world model, if no one else is, is obviously working on this, you got to ask why. Why the neglect? Well, first, they might not think it's plausible. Um, they're guessing that it's either nothing or that it's something benign, that whatever thing that led you to think that there might be something there, they, the vast majority of people are saying no. Another one is um, conformity. They might just, you know, be in a herd mentality. Uh, not, you know, we're not going to investigate conspiracy because none of my buddies are doing it, and then that sort of cascades into a bigger and bigger problem. There might be fear and complicity. You know, you might be afraid of what's going to happen if you look into it, or you might be in on it yourself. And then finally, the price of information can be high. Um, it's, you know, not all information is equally valuable, and to look into it is to pursue the expensive information. And you just might, these people might, these, this big group of people who are not thinking the way you are might, um, might not be interested in paying such a high price. They might not think it's worth the price. It's a marketplace, right? The information is in a marketplace. Oh, yeah, maybe there's a conspiracy there, but I got to, you know, give up two, three years of my life to find out about it, blah, blah, blah. It reminds me of John Gatto's research, especially the underground history of American education, and to some extent, Noam Chomsky as well. All these things, you know, the consistency of evidence being consistent with both conspiracy and the conspiracy to disinform and incompetence. And then, you know, the obviousness problem that science isn't up to uh, counterintelligence, trusting institutions is a vulnerability, and deception is a profoundly difficult problem. Reminds me of those two, John Gatto and Noam Chomsky. Uh, okay, so those are the first three problems I've noticed or, or, or that come to mind for conspiracy. What to do about them? Got some notes on that. We'll do that next time. Maybe we'll find some more problems be- between now and then. It'll be same time tomorrow. Um... Amendments and corrections. Retrace 32. I talked about BIM, BIM, in the context of artificial intelligence. It stands for building information modeling, and it really does mean building as in structure. Uh, I I read it as building, I don't remember if I got onto it on mic, but I I gave up trying to find the acronym. It is a pretty obscure acronym, but this comes from Autodesk, which is a modeling company. Um, BIM, building information modeling, is the holistic process of creating and managing information for a built asset 
Based on an intelligent model and enabled by a cloud platform, BIM integrates structured, multidisciplinary data to produce a digital representation of an asset across its life cycle, from planning and design to construction and operations. That's Autodesk. So if you go back to that story that was about the coming tsunami, uh, the coming AI tsunami, it was in a, it was an AEC mag, uh, which I'd never really heard of, but they're, you know, this is their... This is this is their shtick, not shtick. This is their uh, wheelhouse, and uh, so so they're worried about AI, or not worried about it, just anticipating a big effect on building information modeling um, workflows. Okay, references will be in the show notes, full PDF notes at retrace.com, r e t r a i c e dot com. This is retrace thirty six. Back again tomorrow, same time, eleven p.m. No, no screw-ups at the top. This is so stupid. I've never screwed up, and then I just, I don't know, it happened. But you can't do that. You can't screw up and start over when you're live, even though I just did it because I know no one's watching yet, but people will be watching. I've got all zeros. I've got, but there won't, it won't always be zero, and that's what I'm preparing for. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. Okay, signing off. <laughs>